Okay, today's daf is Ksubis daf Gimel. We are holding on the bottom of daf Beis on Beis, three lines from the bottom of daf Beis on Beis. Today's shir is sponsored by Avi and Ruchi Langer, Lezecher Nishmas, Avi's grandfather, Rav Tzvi ben Rav Avram, Zichron Levracha, whose first yard site is today. The Neshama Shrev and Aliyah through the Zichus of our learning, and we thank the Langers very much for the sponsorship. So yesterday we left off with the discussion about Yesh Ones or Ein Ones Begitten, and the first version of what Rava said was that Ein Ones Begitten, that a Tainas Ones is not going to stop a get from being Chal, meaning if there's a Tanai that's fulfilled, Al Yiday Ones, it's still considered a Kiyuma Tanai. We had three suggestions of where Rava might have gotten that from, but we rejected all three suggestions. Today we're going to suggest a fourth possibility of where Rava got this idea from, and then the Gemara is going to move on to discuss the uh, Ikeda Amri, the second version of Rava, where he says that Yesh Ones Begitten, where he says the exact opposite. And all of the three suggestions that we thought were a support for Rava then turn out to be Kashas on Rava. But the same reason they weren't really a support for Rava, they turn out not to really be Kashas on Rava. But in the, uh, in, in the end of that first discussion of the first version, we're also going to mention the concept of the power of the to uproot Kiddushan, and that's a major Shas topic. Then the Gemara is going to talk about this idea of getting married on Wednesday, what happens when Bate Din no longer convene on Mondays and Thursdays. So then when do you get married? And the Gemara is going to tell us that you can get married at any time, on any day, during uh, those periods in history. And on Amid Beis, we're going to have a Brisa that says three things, and each of those three things is a major sugya. The Brisa is going to tell us that in times of Sakana, people would get married on Tuesday, but no earlier than that, and it's going to then define what Sakana means for us, and then it's going to tell us that in times of Ones, then you can get married even on Monday, even as early as Monday, and uh, we're going to leave off the end of this daf in the middle of a discussion of how we define the term Ones, what Ones means, and then the third comment to that, Brisa, is that whenever a couple gets married, they cannot have Bia for the first time in Shabbos, and that's going to be the next sugya later on, we're going to discuss that in greater detail but not today. So let us begin three lines from the bottom of Dav Bezim and Bez. Where does Rava get the idea that Ein Ones Begitten, that a Tainus Ones does not prevent the get from being Chal and it's considered a Kiyum Atanai? Rava gets it from his own Svari, he thinks of it himself. It's based on the concern of women who are overly modest or overly immodest. Mishum Tznuos, the concern for Tznuos is the Iyamrit get. If you're going to say that when the Tanai is fulfilled through an Onas, it's not considered a Kiyuma Tanai, and therefore the Get is not going to be valid, and the couple is still going to be considered to be married, Zimnin Delawan, sometimes what's going to happen is that the Tanai is actually fulfilled in the normal way, and there was no Onas. The Tanai was, if I don't come back within X amount of time, let the Get Bichal, and the guy just didn't show up. He wasn't interested. He was in Medina Siyam, he met some nice young lady there, and he decided to stay there. So there was no ones. But for Savra Da'anis, she's going to convince herself in her head that there was an ones, and therefore she's still married. Umi so she's going to sit in Naguna, and she's never going to be able to get remarried, because she's going to convince herself in her head that there was an ones, and when the Tanai is fulfilled with an ones, the get is not going to be chal. So that's why Rav said, no, we have to make it that the get is going to be chal, 
even when the tenai is fulfilled with an onus, and we'll tell her, yeah, yeah, even if you're right, that it is an onus, you're still divorced. That's the concern of the tznuos. Umishum prutzos, and the concern of the prutzos is, if you're going to say that it's not going to be a good get when the tenai is fulfilled by onus, zimnin da onus, sometimes an onus will happen, and therefore it should not be a good get. She should still be married, but va'amra lo onus. She's going to say that there was no onus, that he just met some young lady in Medina Siyam, and he just decided not to come back. And therefore, therefore, she'll go and she'll get married to someone else. Venimsa get battle. But then it will turn out that when we realize what really happened, when we uh, discover, when we're able to, to prove what really happened, the get will be batel. Ubanel mamzerim, and all of her children from this new marriage are going to all be mamzerim. The Rishonim all struggled with the question that how can you call a woman who who says that there that there is an onus, a tsunua, someone who's overly modest, and a woman who says that there was no onus, a prutza, meaning some, someone must be normal, is everyone either a tz- overly modest or overly immodest? So Tosus points out over here, I mean, that the case of the tsunua, where she says that there was no onus, we're talking about a case where there's no reason to believe that there was no onus. Most people, when they don't come back, they just chose not to come back. It's not in the ones. That's why they're called That the real Allah is that there's no reason to assume that it was an ones. She's overly modest because she's making up in her head that it's an ones. I, why do we call someone a prutza if they claim that they're, uh, if, if, if they're going to make up in their head that there's no ones? What do you mean? That's the halachas that there's no ones. By prutzos, we don't say that she thinks that there was no ones. No. What do we say? The case by prutzos is a different case. It's not a case where it's standard, where we have no indication one way or the other, and therefore we have every right to assume that there's no ones. No, because then a girl who thinks there's no onus would not be a prutza, she'd just be a regular girl. No, by the case of the prutza, it's va'amra. Pirish, I feel amra de Even if there is reason to believe that there is an onus, there's a call, there are rumors going around, everyone thinks that it was an onus, and still she's going to stand there insisting that it's no onus. That's a prutza. Or maybe she's privy to certain information and she knows that it was an onus, but no one else knows, so she's not sharing that information, and she's telling everybody that it's not an onus, that girl would be, uh, would be a prutza. So that's how Tosus resolves the issue of why we call some girls tsunos, some girls prutzos, if, uh, if, if there has to be somebody who's normal. Tosus says, yeah, a normal girl is someone where there's no indication of what happened or what didn't happen. A normal girl is someone who would say, okay, so he didn't come back, so, uh, so the tenai is chal, the tenai is fulfilled. That would be a normal situation. A prutz is only if she if she knows better. She knows that it was an onus, and she still insists that it's not an onus. The uh, the, the other rishonim disagree with Tosos. The Ra'ah explains that uh, that that the girl is not a prutza. A woman who says that there is no onus is just a regular girl, and that's what the Gemara is talking about. We just use the term prutzos because we use the term tsnuos. And when we say that Rava made this din of onus begin mishum tsnuos and mishum prutzos, it means mishum tsnuos. It really means that the din 
was made Mishum Tznuos, we just happened to, to mention that they are, w- what the appropriate behavior should uh, should be, and that is Mishum Prutos. A little dolchak in the Gemara, because the Gemara sounds like that the concern is, but now Mamzerim, that because she's uh, she's a Prutza, her children are going to be Mamzerim. It's hard to say. Yeah, she's just doing the regular thing. She's just doing the normal thing. If, uh, if, if it sounds like we're actually going to be concerned that our children are really going to be Mamzerim. So, frankly, Gemara, but wait a second. So, Ravo did this mitakana drabanan on a daraisa level, yesh on a spigitna. On a daraisa level, the, uh, the tainas onus is going to prevent the get from being chal. This couple will not be divorced. And Rav is going to say, no, nah, it's a kiyumatanai, don't worry, they are divorced. Can the Rabbanon do that? Is there such a thing that on a Daraisa level something is not going to be a valid get? And for the sake of Tznuos and Prutzos, we're going to allow an Eishas Ish to get married to whoever she's going to be considered to be divorced just based on the, uh, the Tznuos and the Prutzos. This is where Rashi says, this is where Rashi says, why Yeshon is beginning. He says, this we mentioned yesterday. Rashi's shita that onus would uh, would be a would would be a valid reason to prevent the get from being chal. Rashi's shita is it's all based on lunar losasadavar, which is a pasuk that says by onesh. But anyway, so the Gemara's question is: How did the rabbanon have the authority to take something that midaraisa is not a valid get and tell the couple that they're divorced? Says Gemara, in yeah, the rabbanon have such authority. Called the mekadesh adai the rabbanon. Kaddish, anyone who ever does Kiddushin is doing so al is doing so with the assumption that the Rabbanon approve or with the Tanai that the Rabbanon approve and therefore the Rabbanon have the right to later uh, voice disapproval and when they disapprove the whole Kiddushin is they could, uh, they could say that the marriage never really happened that makes sense if you're going to say Kiddushin Kesa if you're going to say that the Kiddushin happened using Kesef, but how are you going to say such a thing when there was Kiddushin Bia? How can you say that, it's, uh, that, it's, that, that, uh, that, that the whole thing never happened? You can't undo a Bia. Money can change hands. You can say that the money was just a Matana or that it's Hefker or something. But what are you going to do with a Bia? Answers Gemara, yes. Bilaso Bilasnos. The Rabbanon have that kind of power to even make the Bia into a Biasnos. They have to relabel that Bia that was a Bia the shame kiddushin, they can now go back and turn that bia into a bias nos. Rashi over here famously quotes from Rabosai that why is it that uh, that Kaddish Bekaspa made more sense to the Gemara in the Havamina than Kaddish Bebiya made? So Rashi said, Rabosai Mefarshim, the Kaddish Bekaspa, the Kiddushin Drabanan in him. That Kaddish Bekaspa is Kiddushin Drabanan, that it does not have, uh, val- it does not have uh, a status of Kiddushin on the Arisa level when one only uses Kesef. But says Rashi, V'i Efshar Lomar One cannot say such a thing. It would turn out we're all Mekadesh with Shava Kesef. So it would turn out that all of our marriages are only Midrabanan, according to Rabosai, according to the way Rashi sounds like he's quoting from Rabosai. So Rashi says this can't be true. Chada Degzer Shavi Kicha Kicha Mistayafron. 
If you learn the first paragraph of Sechus Kiddushin, when it talks about the three methods of Kiddushin, it derives how we know that, that, that Kiddushin Kesef works, that Kiddushin Shtar works, that Kiddushin Bio works. And it says, how do we know Kiddushin Kesef? We learn it, Kicha Kicha Misteya from the term Ki Yikach Ish Isha, and Kesef said Kach Mimeni, that Ephron sold Maris HaMachpela, we also using the word Kicha, that's a Gzer Shava, that's a Drosha Midal Raisa, there's nothing to talk about, that's got to be Dal Raisa. So that's first of all, the Kalam Bigzer Shava, Kamash Kasam Mufurash, Lukal Davar. Anything that's learned from Gzer Shava, it's as if it says Mufurash. That's also a questionable line of Rashi. It's in Mamish as if it says Mufurash, or it's as if it's learned out from one of the Yid Gimel Midah Shatar in the Drash's band. Primagadim has in his Psicha Kalalas that not every Dindar Raisa is the same. We know the Taz writes in several places in Shulchan Aruch that the Rabbanan, for example, have the right to make a Din Mid Rabbanan to, uh, that, 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 uh, that will go against the government uh, but it, it, on, uh, for mitam gzeir or whatever, if it's but that's only if it's not mefurish bekra. That's only if it's derived from one of the yud gimel midos. But if the dindar raisa that they're going against is uh, is mefurish bekra, the rabban cannot make a dindar rabban to go against such a dindar raisa. So it's just an interesting lashon of Rashi. It's one thing to say gzeir shavas dar raisa, but Rashi goes further. He says it's kemosha shakas of mefurish that it's as if it's explicit in the Torah. Furthermore. Says Rashi, If Kiddushay Kesav is only Drabanan, how can we give someone skila based on an assumption that a woman becomes an Eshas Ish based on that Kiddushin? How can we bring, uh, if someone uh, violates Peshogik, how can we bring a Karban if the whole thing is only Midrabanan? So that's, uh, that, 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 that can't be that it's, uh, that it's only Midrabanan. You have to say that Kiddushay Kesef works Midarais as well. This whole Sugev, Afkin Rabban the Kiddushin Minei, comes up in a few different places in Shas, and it seems to mean different things in different places where it comes up. It seems to me that there are two basic ways that the Chazal employ this idea of Avkin Rabban and the Kiddushin Minei. One is the way that we use it over here, where the Kiddushin was done, Lefi Das Chachamim. There was nothing wrong with the actual Kiddushin, but at some later point, something else came up that uh, the Rabbanan saw a need to be Mevatel the Kiddushin. But then the second way it's used in Shas is where there's a problem with the Kiddushin itself that the way the Kiddushin was done Meikara seems to be problematic. For example, let's take the first way. The first way we said is that the Kiddushin was fine, but later on, something uh, so the Rabbanan saw a need to uproot the Kiddushin. So that's like in our sugya. If the guy says, I don't, if I don't come within 30 days, and then an onus happens and he doesn't come. Midar Raisa, it's not a get, but the Rabbanan saw a need to be mefkir the Kiddushin for the sake of the Tznuos and for the sake of the Prutzos. Another example of such an Afkinu is what we find in Mesechah's Gittin and Daflam and Beis. The Rabbanan Gamliel made a takana that if someone is shaleach, a get to his wife, he sends through a shaliach, a get to his wife, he's not allowed to be mevatel the get, shalobifnei the shliach. Because what's going to happen? A guy's going to say, as the shliach is halfway there, ready to his wife, he's going to say, oh, by the way, I'm mevatel the get, the get shouldn't be chal. Shliach doesn't know that. The wife doesn't know that. Shliach's going to deliver the get. The wife's going to think that the get is a real get, but really, midaraisa, it's not a real get. The rabbi said, that's crazy. She's going to think she has a get and innocently, and, uh, and the Shliach thinks he did his job, and they're really not divorced. So Rabbi made a takana that we're going to afkin Rabbanu the kiddushin midei. That even though the gets not chal, we're going to be okay the kiddushin. And then you have a, uh, a third case where in Mesechus Gittin on Dafayin Gimel by a shchivme rather gives a get to his wife. 
if uh, if he dies on the condition that he dies that even though midin Torah he could be chosen from such a get, but if he's chosen from that get, the rabbanon are mafkia the kiddushin. So in all those cases, there was nothing wrong with the kiddushin. There was potentially a fourth case also that we've been discussing throughout all of Masechus Yevamos. The uh, Rashi in, Yevam, in, 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 in Shabbos and Davkuf Bemheim Beis explains the halacha that we had throughout all of Yevamos that an Eid is Neman to say about a woman, Shemes Baila, that a woman's husband died, even though normally you need to aid him for a Davr Shabarva, but an Eid is believed to say that a woman's husband died. So Rashi in Masechus Shabbos writes that the reason the Chamra Mekel to allow an Eid to be believed that a woman's husband died to be matir mishmaguna is because uh, the chazal the, the mechanism that they use rather to believe the erechad and to believe and, and to assume that her husband died and to let her get remarried is hafkas kiddushin that be with an erechad the rabban are willing to be mafkia the kiddushin so those are examples where there was nothing wrong with the marriage there was just something that came later on that the rabban decided to be mafkia. The two examples in Shas where there was something wrong with the Yikr Kiddushin is in Babasa Dafnam Chesam Beis in the third paragraph of Babasa the Gemara talks about Tal Yuavakadish. A guy decides that he can't get any girl in her right mind to marry him, so he decides he's going to harass a girl until she says yes. So he hangs her up on a tree and says, "I'm only letting you down once you say yes." So that's Tal Yuav. Once you accept my Kiddushin, so he says, "Okay, I'll accept your Kiddushin." So really, Tal Yuavakadish on a Daraisa level Kiddush of Kiddushin accounts as a Kiddushin, but the Rabbanon said, Hu and he did something so inappropriate, that's, not, that's no way to, uh, to get married. So, uh, we, we uproot his Kiddushin. And the other case is Yivamas, where we just had in Yivamas, by a guy who's and when she's a Katana, and then when she grows up, he wants to be Machnisa L'Chopa, to make the Kiddushin Bichal on the Daraisa level, because he was Makadish through her mother and brother, when she was a Katana, where it's only Kiddushin Mid and before he has the opportunity to be machnisa lechupa, someone else comes and gives her a kiddushin and is mekadesher. So that's considered to be very inappropriate. Someone else, he's like nani abhapech becharara. Someone else is going to come and take a woman that that he's been putting all this time into and that he uh, that that he was mekadesh already for all these years uh, on a drabanan level. So that where the drabanan are mafkia the kiddushin. Now there is a discussion in Rishonim what the what the yisod of the din of of Afke Inu is. Rashi understands that it's all din and tenai, that every single time a couple gets married, they make a tenai in their kiddushin that the, uh, that, that the rabbanon should approve of their marriage. And therefore, the tenai is not fulfilled as soon as the rabbanon voice their disapproval. And that's what the, uh, the, the, the Ritva says. It's very similar to saying, just like if you can make a kiddushin, that my father approves, and then the father has the right to veto, the father has the right to say that he disapproves and the whole kiddushin is so we say Al-Manas, that the Rabbanon approve. That's what it means, Kedas Moshe Yisrael. When we say Arayah Mugdash, we say Kedas Moshe Yisrael, means Al-Manas, that the Rabbanon approve. That's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's what it means. And if they don't approve, it's a, she's Ainim Mugdashas, then the Kedushin is not going not to work. Now the Ritva adds an additional Kedush. He says, and even if you don't say Kedas Moshe Yisrael, it's an assumed Tanai. There's an Umdana that, that anyone who gets married is working with that with that tonight, even if they don't say 
Kedas Moshe Yisrael. And he says, not only that, we, over here we wouldn't say Dvarim Shabalev Enim Dvarim because this is not just Dvarim Shabalevo, this is Dvarim Shabalevo Velev Kaladam. The Maran Kedushin says that normally Dvarim Shabalev, you have a Tanai in your mind that you never expressed, that's not going to be a valid Tanai. But if you have a Tanai that everyone assumes that the whole world always does, then it's going to be a valid Tanai. This is Dvarim Shabalev uh, Kaladam. And the Shidim Gvetzis just adds that even you have to assume that the woman is a Makadam is accepting the Kiddush Naldas Chachamim as well. She has to agree to the Tanai as well. But that's the model that Rashi understands for Afke Inu, that it's all works midin Tanai. Tosus understands that Afke Inu is, uh, works with the mechanism of Beis Noka Dovmer Torah, that it's not a din of Tanai, it's that the Chachamim have the right to be Oker Dovmer Torah. Tosus gets that from the Gemara in Baba Basra, where Toliu Avakadish, over there the Gemara never says, Called the Mekadesh, I died to the Rabban Mekadesh. The Gemara just says, Afkin Rabban Mekadushimine. We don't make that, that, uh, that assumption called the Mekadesh, I died to the Rabban. We just say, We're Mafkir the Kedushin, we uproot the Kedushin. Apparently, even though there's no Tanai in place, we're still going to be Mafkir the Kedushin. The Hafla points out it's difficult to say like Rashi. Rashi assumes that there's a Tanai that we're doing everything, Al Das So what are you going to say in that case in Basra, where you're being Mekadesh or where you're told you have a Kaddish? You know the Rabbanan don't want you being Mekadesh that way. And yet we're assuming that your Kedushin is only Al Tanai that the Rabbanan approve. What do you mean? The whole Maisa Kedushin is not with the approval of the Rabbanan. The whole Maisa Kedushin is done inappropriately. So, uh, so that's what you have to say, is that even though he's saying Kedas Moshe Vissol, Rashi would understand, even though he's doing it inappropriately, when you say Kedas Moshe Vissol, Rashi would understand that, that, that even though I'm, I'm violating the Ratzon Chacham right now, I still want the Kedushin to only be Chal if the Chacham come around and ultimately agree to the way that I was, uh, that I was Mekadesh. There's also a major discussion in Rishonim. What, what does it mean after Kedas Moshe does it mean they were never married, or does it mean Mikanulahaba they're not married? That they're only not married going forward. Big nafkaminas. Nafkamina, let's say she was Mizana Tahtav and she had a child from uh, from a uh, from from the Maisa's Nus in between, in between when she originally got married when the Rabban Ramafkiya the Kiddushin. If you say that means she was never married, so the child's not a Mamzer. But if you say that she was married and it's just Mikanullah Bashi not married, then the child would be a Mamzer. Another Nafkamina is she Mutaras Lakrovav. Is she allowed to marry his relatives? If you say they were never married, so she'd be allowed to marry his relatives. But if you say that they were married, it's just Mikanullah then she would not be allowed to marry his relatives. So this is a major machlokas in the Rishonim. Tosas Masech Gittin understands that it's an Akira Lemafreya, and it's as if she was never, she, she, it's as if they were, they were never uh, married in, in the first place. The Ramban understands that no, the, even though the Kiddushin is, is Nakira Lemafreya, but still Midrabanan, we're only going to view it as if she was Niskarish right now, and therefore she's still Asura Bekrovav, and the child's still going to be a Mamzer Midrabanan, that's all it did Midrabanan. And Shidum Kubetzas understands that no, that uh, that that it's only Mikanul Abba on a Daraisa level that uh, they they actually were married. The Rashba seems to assume it depends which type of Afke Inu. Remember, we said there are two types of Afke Inu. There's where there were there's a problem with the Maisa Kiddushin to begin with, and then there's an Afke Inu that's not with the Maisa Kiddushin. So later on, the Rabbi.
Rabbanan were mafkia the Kiddushin. Rashba points out, very interesting, in all of the cases where later on the Rabbanan were mafkia the Kiddushin, but there was no problem with the Maisa Kiddushin to begin with, there's a get in the picture. There's some sort of get. There's a get al-Tanai, there's a get through a shliach, there's a srach gita. So maybe the mechanism that, 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 that of Afki Inu in those cases is that the Kiddushin was Chal, and the Rabbanan are, are saying that through this get, we're being mafkia the Kiddushin, which would only mean through the delivery of this get, we're being mafkia the Kiddushin, as opposed to in the case where the Kiddushin itself was never done properly in the first place, you don't need a get in those cases. The whole Kiddushin was never chal in those cases, even meyikara. That's how uh, the Rashba understands, seems like the clearest picture of how to, uh, how to make sense of the entire sugya. Says Gemara further now, Amri, another version of Rav, is the exact opposite of what we saw Yesterday from Rava, that Rama Rava vechelinin gitten almak savarava yeshonas begitten that Rava holds that a tainus ones does prevent a get from uh, from from being chal because you could say that the tainus ones is a reason to say that the tenai is not called a kiyuma tenai and therefore the get should not be chal. Says Gemara, so all the three things that we thought were rayas to Rava yesterday are now going to be kashas on Rava. A guy says it should be a get if I don't come back within 12 months, and then he dies within the 12 months, so it's not a good get. But if he gets sick, apparently it is a good get, even though it was an ones. So you see, against what Rav is saying, says, well, no. I would say that even if he gets sick, it's not a good get. But the Bryce is just trying to teach me the case of Mace, because he wants to teach me this halacha of Ein Get Misa. Engel Achramisa, a ton of the Reisha, like we asked yesterday. But didn't we already learn Engel Achramisa from the Reisha? Now, maybe he just needs to repeat to tell us to, not to say, like Rabbi Senu, who says that Zmano Shal Shar Mochiachalav, that's what we learned yesterday, that the Rabbi Senu are the Beidina uh, Deshar Mishcha. Tashma, another Raya against Rava, it was for Rava yesterday, but against this version of Rava. If a guy says this get should be held right now, if I don't come back in 12 months from now, Umeis Betok Shnei Mesachod and then he dies within the 12 months Harez get it is a valid get my love who had in the wouldn't it be a valid get even if he also gets sick during those 12 months says it's only if he dies that it's a valid get because he doesn't want his wife to have to face Yibum. Tashma, another kasha on Rava in today's version of Rava. A guy says, if I don't come within 30 days, let the get be chal. And he comes toward the end of the 30 days and the ferry stops him from, uh, from showing up. And he's there screaming, look, I'm here, I'm here. Shmuel says, that's not called that he came. So, uh, so says Gemara. No, it's not a kashan rava. The ferry not showing up is a common enough onus that it's considered his fault. That's not called a real situation of uh, of onus. So we have these two versions of Rava. Which version of Rava do we pass like? Says Tosos Pasuk Rach Kalishna Kama De Ainonis Begitten. We Paskin like the first version of Rava that Ainonis Begitten. He has a raya from the Gemara and Gitten seems to assume in Parakasholech that Ainonis Begitten. And also Tosos points out. All of the three things that were rayas to Ainonis Begitten are kashas 
Tiyeshon is begitten. So granted, we pointed out they're not rayas, they're not kashas, there's a way to be metarit to all of them, but it shows you the whole, uh, the whole tone of the Gemara, is that these things seem to be supportive of Einonus begitten, and therefore, even though they turn out not to be correct in terms of foolproof rayas, but still, that's the tone of the Gemara, and therefore, it at least sets a tone for the Gemara, and that's enough to let us know that uh, that that uh, that we're, we we paskin like the first day. Now I didn't get a chance to mention yesterday this idea. The guy comes on the last day and he says on the last day of the thirty days, "Look, I'm here, I'm here," and he just missed the boat. So. Um, the Aguda writes in, uh, in, in the seventh paragraph Gittin that if a guy takes a nether to do something within 30 days and he wants to fulfill his nether on that last day, on day 30, but an onus comes up on, on day 30, he says that's not called an onus because an onus biyom achron is not called, he had 29 days to do it. He procrastinated and waited till day 30 to do something. That's not called an onus. He should have been Mekayim the nether in, the, in, in the, one of the earlier 29 days. That's what the Aguda writes. And Mukay Yosef is and holds that even Onus Biomachron is called an Onus. So Nasivus points out that there's a major kash on the Aguda from our Sugya, because it says the Paske Mavra, the guy came on the last day, and we're saying that uh, if it were a real Onus, if it weren't something that he was just being a fool and uh, should have realized, but if it were a real Onus, even though the Onus only happened on the last day, and he could have come on day one, two, three, any of the earlier days, still apparently it's considered an Onus. So that's the famous kasha on the Aguda from, uh, from our so Reb Chaim gives the famous Teretz. Reb Chaim says that whenever we look at Zman, whenever there's a, uh, there's a Tanai that's, that's time-bound, the condition is based on the time, there are two ways to look at such a Tanai. Sometimes the Tanai is that, uh, the, the, that, that the Zman is just the time frame within which the Tanai must be fulfilled. He only has to be once, for one moment. But it has to be at some point within the 30 days. So it's only a time frame within which the Tanai has to be fulfilled. That's what the Aguda was talking about. You, 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 you make a neder, I'll tonight that you're going to do something. The Tanai, you just set a time when, within which you're going to do that thing. In that case, if you're only an onus at the last moment, that's not called an onus on the Kiyama tonight. But sometimes, says Reb Chaim, the Zman that we give for, for the, for the tonight is not just a time frame within which the Tanai should be filled, but the Zman becomes the Etzem Kiyama Tanai. Meaning, when a guy says, this should be a good get if I don't come within 30 days, it's not just that there's a moment of coming and that it has to be any time within 30 days. The, the Tanai is Ibiya. The Tanai is not coming. That not coming has to last from day 1 through day 30. His not being there has to be one long not being there that lasts all 30 days. So if at any point during those 30 days, and according to Rav Chaim, Rav Shimon points out, even if it would be at the beginning of those 30 days, if at any point during those 30 days he was Ne'enas, there was some reason why he was not able to come, then he never fulfilled his tonight. Because the tonight itself is not a moment within 30 days, the tonight is the full Hemshech of 30 days. The tonight is that there should be an Ibiya, a lack of coming for 30 days. So if that lack of coming at any point in the process only happened because of an onus, then it's not called that he didn't come. 
Okay, Vaitu in the Gemara. Amr Shulber Yitzchak. Loshanol mitakana says Veilich. This idea of getting married on Wednesday is only after Takana says that a basin should convene on Monday and Thursdays. Shane Vatikunel, but Shane Bukhamishi. I will call them Takana says But before Ezra ever made this Takana, that basin should only convene on Monday and Thursdays. Shabbatidin, Kvun, Bechol Yom, Ishanisis Bechol Yom. Where it used to be that Batidin would convene every day, then a woman can get married on, uh, on any day. Then, uh, then, then uh, there w- it wouldn't be limited in terms of uh, when, when you can get married. So who cares what they did before Takana Sezra? We already have Takana Sezra, so why does the Gemara have to mention ancient history? That if you were to have a situation where Bate Dinar, Kavua, and your city on every day, like they were before Takana Sezra, then you should know that a woman get married every day. Takana Sezra normally is the Tikkun. It's normally to make something better. So what, what was it? Before Ezra came along, you could have Bate Din whenever you wanted. It was great. Whenever you needed a Bezin, you had a Bezin. Ezra came along and decided only Monday and Thursday, shouldn't Ezra be making Takanas that are for the betterment of the Tzibur? Why would he make a Takana that makes things worse for the Tzibur? So Atzatos says, no. Before Takana Sezra, a Bezin could theoretically convene on any day. But because they did, there wasn't enough business to keep the Bate Din in session constantly every day, so what they had to do was they had to, you had to scrounge. You, had to, you, kind of, you showed up on a Tuesday and you hoped there was a Bezin, and if not you, you, know, you, you, you paged some of the day on him and you tried to get them, and it was a, it was a big hassle. Once they were Kaveh on Monday and Thursday, so everyone knew, the, everyone knew that those were the days of Din, so then there was enough business to keep the Bezin busy all Monday, Thursday. The Dayanim were there all day Monday Thursday so then the, but they didn't work Kavua on, uh, on those days so frankly more but anyway how could we say you can get married every day Habin on Shaktu whatever happened to the three days of preparation for Suda that we mentioned yesterday we're assuming that you already prepared such a Suda so uh, that's when you get married any day my Shaktu so, so my shaktu sounds like it means what is this preparation? What do we mean? We just spoke about it yesterday. So the Gemara is saying, no, how can you ask, the way Rashi says, how can you ask, I, you need shaktu? Shmuel is the one that said you need shaktu. That's an Amora. We normally don't ask on a ton of, from, from Divrei Amorayim. So, uh, or from one Amora, from another Amora. So it says the Gemara, no, shaktu we already get from a brysa. The tiny we have a brysa that tells us three very important dinim, and this brysa is going to serve as the backbone for the next several dapim. The tiny why is it that a girl gets married on Wednesday? So that if Vazman has any sort of Tanis Pesulim, he'll be able to show up to Bezdin on Thursday. Says the Bryce, why not get married on Sunday? And if he has a Tanis Pesulim, he'll still be able to show up to Bezdin because Bezdin convenes on Monday as well. You see, it's a brisa that says that the Chum were, were concerned that a, a man should have to prepare for a Suda for three days in advance of the wedding, so he needs Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday to prepare, and then on Wednesday he gets married. But he can't get married on Sunday because then there wouldn't be three days. That's statement number one. Now, uh, that, well, yeah, that's, that's the Shaktu part of the Brisa. Now we're going to say three critical statements. Umi Sakana ve'elach. Number one, when it comes to Sakana, they had a minute that they started getting married on Tuesdays during times of Sakana, and the Chacham were okay with that. They didn't object to that. But even in times of Sakana, they could not get married on Monday. Statement two, 
But in a case of ones, which is different than sakana, when there was a case of ones, and we're going to define all these terms in a few lines from now, in a case of ones, you're even allowed to get married earlier, you're even allowed to get married on Monday. And then statement number three, that we keep the chasen and kala away from each other on the first, on, on, on Friday night, if that's the first night, if that's the first time they're ever going to have bia, because you can't have bia for the first time in Shabbos, it's going to make a chabura, it's going to cause her to bleed, you're not allowed to do that on Shabbos. So one statement at a time. My sakana, we said that in times of sakana they would get married on Tuesday, but not Monday, but Tuesday they would get married. So what is Sakana? Ilema, if Sakana means that Amri Basula Nisis the Amravi Tehareg, that they made the, the Malchus made a Gzeira, that any girl that gets married on Wednesday should get killed, Nahagu. So we're going to say they had a Minag not to get married on Wednesday? Legamri Niakre. What do you mean? We should totally uproot any, any Takana to get married on Wednesday. So you're going to get everybody killed. So Amravi the Amri Basula Nisis the Amravi Tibala Agmontchila. Now the case was. Not that they were going to kill anybody, but that they made a law that anyone who gets married on Wednesday has to sleep with the government official first. Got to sleep with the governor first. So, hi, Sakana, Onesu. How do you call that a Sakana? That's rape. That's, that's, how, do, how do we label that as Sakana and something else as Ones? That sounds like a classic case of Ones. Because there are some tsnuos that are going to allow themselves to get killed rather than be bold with the hegemon, and that's going to be sakana because they're going to get themselves killed. So that's the definition, the very definition of sakana. It will turn out to be sakana. Says the Gemara, why would they ever get themselves killed? We should sit them down in the Beis Yaakovs and tell them, listen, if you're threatened that you have to be bold with the hegemon, it's mutter, it's an ones, it's not your problem, it's okay. Don't get yourselves killed for it. So why would it ever lead to Sakana? Says We can't teach that. If we teach that, then the Prutsus are going to say, Mutter? Oh, okay, not so bad. And then it's not going to be an onus. And then they're taka going to be Asuros the Bale, and then it's taka going to be Yarikos. It's going to be terrible. And also, there are Kohanos that it's going to ask them to their husbands. So you can tell them from today till tomorrow that it's Mutter, but they know that they're going to be Asuros the Bale. So they'd rather give up their lives than become Asuros the Bale. So they're going to give up their lives also. So it's still going to be a Sakana. So we don't have the option of telling them that Ones is Mutter. We can't tell them that onus is mutter, and therefore it's going to be a sakana, and that's why they moved back to get married on Tuesday, not to, uh, not to get married on Wednesday. So, frankly, the Gemara, but what, why, do we, why do we just say, okay, so they, they were knowing to get married on Tuesday, and uh, we'll, as soon as uh, things clear up, we'll go back to the takana being Wednesday. Why don't we just say, okay, so forget this Wednesday takana, it's not worth it. Gzeros of a malchus are here one day and gone the next day. Any malchus is here one day and gone the next day. But we're not going to change our Torah, which is timeless, for a, for a temporary gzeira of the malchus. So the takana is still there, our, our, our takana de Rabban is still there, it's just that it's negotiable while we still while we have this point of sakana. But if the guy gets wind of the fact that everyone's getting married on Tuesday, so then he'll just uh, come on Tuesday and be bow all the girls. When there was takana kavua that everyone has to get married on Wednesday, so then he knows that there will be all these girls available on Wednesday. But if he, but if if there's no takana kavua, it's just that people were knowing. That's why they never made a takana kavua to get married on Tuesdays. People are just knowing to get married on Tuesday, so it's not worth the risk for him to bother himself to go and. 
and see if there are any colors that day. But still, they wouldn't get married on Mondays unless it was an ones. My ones. What does ones mean? So the Gemara is going to have two possibilities. We're only going to do one today. If you're going to say that ones meant that the hegemon was going to be boel all the girls, no, we wouldn't call it sakana and then a half a line later refer to that same thing as ones. Ones must mean something different than sakana. And also, we said nagu by the case of sakana. By ones, we're saying that it's mutter to uh, change the day. So amarava da amri sartsva balir. Now the case of ones is that the sartsva is going to come. The uh, troops are going to come, and they're going to take all the suda that we've prepared. So uh, that's going to be the ones. Hechidami ida asi v'chalif liakif. If they're just going to come and, and leave after uh, uh, after Wednesday, so wait till the next week. So says Now they're going to come and they're going to stay. So just get married on Tuesday. It's not going to help. Because we said in the case of Onus, you're allowed to get married even as early as Monday. So it's not going to help to get married on Tuesday because his, uh, the, 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 team, uh, the advanced scout team is going to show up already on Tuesday and they're already going to take all the food. So we need to get married on Monday to avoid any such situation. That's the first explanation of what Onus is. Must be mentioned in the minute and a half that we have left. When the Gemara says, why don't we just teach the girls that don't worry if the guy is being is being ma'anesu, then it's mutter, it's not going to be a violation. So everyone asks the question, what do you mean? Tells raises the question, what do you mean? This is one of the big three Averos. This is Gilea Rives. It's not mutter. How could you teach them that Ones is mutter? So Tulsa says two approaches over here. The approach of Rabbeinu Tam, that one is not Chayv Misa, it's not called Gilea Rives when it's Bias Goy. Because Zirmasusim Zirmasam, the Bia of a Goy has a Din of a Bia of a Behema, it doesn't count as a Gilea Rives in that, in that sense, it's not going to answer her labayla, and the Rabbeinu Tam even goes so far as to say, if a woman has an affair with a, non, uh, who's, a woman who's married to a, a Jewish man, has an affair with a non-Jewish man, and then that non-Jewish man converts, even though normally we say, Keshem Shasura, she's Asura both to her husband and to the Boel, she does not become Asura to that man, she's allowed to marry that man after he converts, as long as she gets a get from her husband. Why? Because it was Zirma Susim Zirmasam, it wasn't Gilea Arayas, so she never becomes Asura Lebalam. That's the great Chiddush of Rabbeinu Tam, that it's considered not to be a, 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 a Bia of Gilea Rayas at all. The Rivam, however, disagrees. He has several Rayas that it's not that way, uh, that Kashar Vaditi, Avaditi, Esther says, I'm going to go sleep with Achashverosh, and I'm going to be Asura to you, Mordechai. So says the Rivam, no. The reason it's Shari, the reason known as the Shari, is because it's, uh, it's, it's Karka Olam, that if she's totally passive, then it's not Yaharik Val Yavar. And that that's where we say that Onus is going to be Mutter, but if you're a Prutza and you're not going to be Karkolam, then we'll talk a Biyaharig Valyavar. Okay, Beth Shem, we'll pick up with the other definition of Onus tomorrow morning.